Welcome back to the farm. I'm Danny. I'm here with Andy and Vincent, and we have our first Recapapalooza. So we're going to be going over the six it, films. Shouldn't it be Recapapalooza? Because Palooza. That is way less fun to say. I so. like Recapapalooza. Danny, Danny had it best. We're sticking with Recapapalooza. We Sorry. have no sponsor today. It's coming out of our own pockets, so we appreciate it. We, we've, we've made a lot from uh, this summer's um, advertising. So Yeah, an extraordinary amount. Who paid the most? Panera? Gotta be Panera. I think Panera was. The yeah, most. gotta be yeah. Panera. Panera's in the six digits. <laughs> so what we're doing today? <laughs> today, uh, we're gonna go through the six films that we've seen. Talk about what we rated them at the time, real quickly. But for the most part, we're gonna be giving out uh, some awards for what our favorites were and doing a little bit of revisiting just to see how these things sit in the memory. Um, do you guys have any thoughts before we start diving into these ratings? No, I think I think it's worth mentioning. This is our first. Oh, it's not our first in-person podcast. We did a Gary in person. Yeah, we did but, Eternal in person. Um, we did it. Eric. Yeah, but that was that didn't. Uh, yeah, but that that was our first. Okay. Yeah. So this, this is, is our, our third. third. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. So really, not worth even pointing out. But okay, continue. So let's kick off. <laughs> you want to go? Why don't we go backwards chronological order? What do you think about that? Yeah. Okay. okay. Definitely. Wait. What? So most recent. <laughs> most recent. I mean? Okay. Fine. We'll go chronological. I think we should go chronological. How about that? Yeah. Okay. So we're, our first movie we watched was Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It's a film none of us had ever seen. To go back through these ratings really quickly, Vincent gave that an eight, Andy gave that a nine, and I gave that an eight and a half. I'm thinking that I'm bumping this rating down to an eight point two five. I'm sticking, this is, this is in part based on how I feel about Three Colors Blue and sort of looking back and aligning these films. I just feel like Three Colors Blue, which I gave an 8.5 at the time, sticks with me a little more. Uh, so, so part of that is, is, is Blue checking Eternal Sunshine for me. So I bumped that down a little bit. How do you guys feel about what you rated it? I'm totally with you. I was thinking the, precisely the same thing. Even though I think I did end up rating Three Colors Blue ahead, I think it's so far ahead of Eternal Sunshine for me that I I was a little too high on Eternal Sunshine. I feel like actually, you know, I've noticed that I have a sort of recency bias with movies that I've just watched. And I tend to like things more when they're fresh in my memory. So oh, we should we should track the amount of time that we spent between recording and watching versus how how you rated it. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, we definitely can do that. Um, it's also, for the record, our, all of us, it was our second favorite movie. Revised rating for me, 8.5. 8.5. Yeah. Okay, so that drops a whole half point for you. Yeah, half point. Um, I also, also, you know, comparing it with, like, adaptation, I like, I think, more over time, as I reflect, than uh, Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, so, be, yeah. Wait, no, you go ahead. No, that, that, that's it. That's it. Curious to see if most of our revisions here are going to be drops rather than ups. Right. I, think, I think you're probably right that they tend to go down. Interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's fair. Um, I, don't, I don't quite know about this one. I feel like, unlike all the other movies, like, I don't have that much of a sense of how I actually feel about it. I, maybe it was because of my whole fiasco with the subtitles. 
at the time, but I don't think well, I. Wait, did. what was that fiasco? He couldn't hear anything. Well, he I was just anything. I was just missing lines of dialogue because oh, we played it at like ninety volume. It was loud. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't know what to tell you. I, I do. I did go to the uh, ENT doctor a couple weeks ago. I have some hearing loss in my right oh. ear. Did he remove your ear wax? That's a bomb. Just he to did. drop on. He his removed ear. it. No, but this is. I don't think this is new. I, I think I've had this hearing loss in my right ear for well, it just like keeps 10 getting years. worse. Anyway, maybe maybe that's why I, I have trouble with subtitles. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why. You're no, I don't. No, your I don't have. You can't hear that well. No, but I don't. It's, it's hearing people talk. I, I have. I'm fine. Anyway, okay, so, um, yeah, I don't. I don't think I had like a really emotional takeaway even from this movie. And I, I also remember when we did that, you kicked it off with me rating first, and I like I think I sort of just took a neutral. A neutral view with it's not that neutral i know which it's a good movie yeah i might have anyway uh i think i'll probably bump it down to a 775 okay yeah all down we're yeah, all, we all down downgraded i do feel like that might say something about that movie which was a really entertaining movie mm. um but maybe just doesn't have quite the emotional staying power of some of the other slower stuff that we've watched like perhaps easier to watch at the time less sticky though Definitely it, an easy to watch movie, like American, um, like it, it had like an American feel to it. With that B plot, it was easy to watch. Yeah. And, yeah. I think there, there might be something, especially contrasting it with these artier movies. Yeah. Art, artier. Is mm-hmm. artier and art, on crosswords, artie means like sort of pretentious, but um, yeah, like it, it, Just it, in crosswords? Because I don't hear people say it in real life. I, I hear people say artsy like somebody's artsy right, but right. arty is like yeah. embodied with maybe a negative connotation anyway yeah. like artsy I, I think is more pejorative oh really really right no i don't think so okay anyway continue continue um <laughs> there, there might be something about like contrasting that sort of more mainstream movie with these primarily more arty artsy uh less mainstream movies that i think just take away some of the shine yeah, I get that. It's, it's I, almost like shameful that we... I don't know. Well, I have a bit of an offhand theory where if you if a movie demands more of you and it's good, that you tend to like it more. And I think it might be like a cognitive dissonance thing mm-hmm. where if, if you really have to... If you spend three and a half hours watching Seven Samurai or something like that, you invest a lot of yourself in it. And maybe it's just a more emotional experience because you invest more. But part of me thinks there might be like kind of this post hoc justification thing over time where you put more of yourself into the film. It demands more and, of you. So it's more difficult to watch. So you're saying watch. Eternal Sunshine would, would, did not demand a lot of you. Yeah. It was kind of like watching the sitcom. Like, it wasn't like watching a sitcom, but like it had a little bit of that. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah I, I can see that. It might also just like take away a, or like lower the ceiling. Like, there's an extra dimension to the experience. If you are getting that additional, like, fulfilled reward of right. having invested yourself. Yeah, I'm not... Well, I think descriptively it is a real thing. I'm not sure if normatively it makes sense to regard things higher if you invest more. But I'm getting a cue from Andy to wrap up the philosophy. So we're going to keep going, moving. yeah. Okay, so we're going to this second film. Second film we watched was Million Dollar Baby. Um, Vincent and <laughs> Andy both gave it 6.75. Yeah, jump in because you have a reaction. I mean... I think actually my rating is appropriate, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, six, 6.75, I don't know, maybe I'd bump it down, but 
it it has stuck in my memory and the things that like it does well like the things that i did like about it i still kind of like about it and the things that i didn't like about it which is kind of like the corniness and things like that um I think are are all contained in my score, so I'm sticking with my six point seven five. Okay, I dropped this down. I was six point two five. How can you go further down? Well, I dropped it down to a six. Six. Yeah, it's just <laughs> not my favorite thing in the world. Uh, the The more I look back, the more I find the the second half of the movie to be kind of distasteful. <laughs> I I re listened to part of our pod, and I was reminded of some of the positives. They're good performances, and but yeah. Not not something that has stuck super well in my head. Yeah. Uh, I got also a pretty big drop to 6.25. Oh, um, yeah, down to 6.25. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is another one that, like, like maybe it's just the nature of the movie where, like, the, the highs and the positives are, like, sort of the thrill of watching it, but I think it's really hard for me to, like, remember what I liked about the movie. And um, I think it's absurd that we're shitting on like a oscar winner like, like that that itself is not absurd but it like it is it is it is weird that like a movie like this won the oscars and we dislike it so much somehow S- somehow well, we don't dislike it's above average above 5.5 5.5 is your average yeah, yeah but like that's 6.25 is not an Os- oscar worthy movie right well that's Correct. Yeah, we don't, we I don't, don't, deem I don't it. think if we were handing out the Oscars, we would right. have given it to Million Dollar But all, all these people, who are these people making these, these calls for Best did, Picture? Did Doug vote for it? <laughs> I think Doug. I, Doug, I doubt, had a vote in 2000, whatever it was. He dug it? I'm also not, I'm, I'm not allowed to disclose that kind of information. Oh, it's private. It's private information. Okay. He actually won't even tell me yet. Okay, let's, let's move on from this train wreck of a film, it seems. No, we just <laughs> Andy's Andy's scores are out of whack. Me and Vincent's aggregate scores are seven seven five and seven seven respectively. Andy's eight point two. So yeah, just, I'm 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 a generous guy. Has a lost concept. I got plenty of, of points to give out. Works. <laughs> At the end of this, I might I might propose the the grading system as opposed to the ratings. The, the we could do rating. we could do like a cycle, a six cycle where we do grades instead and see what we like more. Mm. But okay, on to the third. Third was a Garay. Um, this one gets a downgrade from actually. Eh, I rated it a, what a seven point five before. I think I'll go seven point two five, because it was just like kind of hard to watch. I think. I think I I really appreciated the epicness of it, um, and I took it into account a lot. You know the fact that they were actually out there and on the river with a small crew and did this expedition which is still super cool but i don't think it like necessarily means it has to be a good movie after that effort so anyway um 7.25 i also knocked this down i was 7.25 originally this drops down to a seven also i think we should say where they fell in our ranking so Million Dollar Baby was my number six for me. Gary was number five out of the six we've watched, and it was the same for Andy. Me too. Um, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to nitpick. Basically, if you're above a seven on my scale, you're between sort of like a seven and an eight. Let's say it's usually not that you've done something wrong that puts you there. You've probably done a lot of things right, at least in my mind. There's a lot of things I like about it, but just anything above eight is extraordinary, generally speaking, in some way. And Aguirre is not, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great film. It's not quite extraordinary, at least to me. It's not one of my favorites. So, so I'm fine knocking it down to seven. 
especially when you put them alongside some of the other slower European stuff. A uh, little more yeah. emotional staying power from the others. Yeah. Fence Uh Yeah, so I rated the 775. Um, I feel pretty good about that. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've sat with it, and I, I, I sort of look fondly about our, our watching experience. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think I appreciate the epicness. I appreciate uh, the, the artfulness, I guess. Um, Vincent had a good time down in, where was it, Venezuela? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 I had a great time. No, it was Peru. Peru, Peru. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I really formed some lifelong friendships there. Beautiful, okay. man. Lifelong in the sense that um, most of them are dead already. There's <laughs> <laughs> a short life. Right? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't think much more to say. I, I think, yeah, like maybe it's going back to this uh, appreciate or like uh, the the longer lasting nature of a an artful movie. Um, but yeah, I I haven't really felt worse about it since. Finishing. Well, you like the slow pacing too. That's yeah. that's a Vincent pacing kind of thing right there. Three point three point five on the Seabiscuit scale. Yeah, I think that's what it was. So the fourth movie we watched was Seven Samurai. This was fourth on my list, third on Andy's. And um, it was number one on Vincent's. So, Vincent, maybe you lead off here. You gave it an 8.75, um, your number one make, ranked movie, kind of by far. Yeah. Um, so, I'm thinking of dropping this maybe to an 8.5. I think, like, it, it was interesting watching, like, Chinatown right after um, because they're both... They're, they're, they're both, like, classic, great movies. Yeah, archetypal we talked yeah. about a lot. And, and and they're both, like, sort of, like, entertaining in... Uh, a generally entertaining way. And so I, I, do, I definitely don't think... And, and so I had um, Chinatown as an A. So it, it definitely does not feel like Seven Samurai was three, three quarters of a point mm. above Chinatown. Um, so I think I would probably would not get... I, I do think there was maybe a little bit of the um, cognitive dissonance or like having invested in and liking it, but maybe over indexed a little bit on that. Wait, so you're down to 8.5? Yeah, down, down to 8.5 on Seven Samurai. Um, I'm staying pat. I was lowest on this one. I was 7.5, which is, again, I made this point earlier, but I love this movie. It was probably my most fun viewing experience with you guys. I think if I had to watch something tomorrow, it would be this one. Yeah, super epic, super fun in kind of a way that some of these other movies we've watched were not. So earned it 7.5 for me. Um, not quite on the level of the others, but I feel pretty good about that number. Um, I, ra I rated an 8.5. Uh, I also really liked it. I had a really good watching experience as well. Fun movie to watch. Um Sure, I'll stay as is. A5. Okay, so that Eternal and Seven Samurai now tied for Andy okay. um, in that I like two that. slot. I like that. I like that. I'll give the Oh, you know what? I totally I did this out of order, actually. Three Colors was actually the fourth. <laughs> That's right. It was actually That's the right. fourth movie that we watched. <laughs> we fucked it up. Whoops. Okay, so Vincent was lowest on this one at 7.25. Andy had a 9.25, uh, by far the leader there. And then I was 8.5, kind of splitting the difference. Um, 
Andy, why don't you lead off since okay. you are the highest on this? Okay. Pod. The, the reason I the reason I re- think I rated it that high is was because I needed to differentiate it from Eternal. I thought it was on a different. Well, the level. reason was you said nine point one. We're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then right. you're like, fine. I liked it enough. I'll I, I'll stand by a nine point two five. Fine. <laughs> um. Obviously, okay. After sitting with it, it's still one of my favorite movies. Still, maybe my favorite since like I'm a goldfish and can't remember any other movies I've ever seen. Um, and Andy means favorite all time. We're not talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, six. yeah, yeah. Like I, I can't remember. I can't just off the top of my head remember a movie I like more than that. So, um, but I'll give it a nine because I think something could come along. Leaving some headroom. <laughs> Leaving some you don't headroom. need to have a full point of headroom for. Do you? Oh, I don't know. Full point of headroom, I think, might make some sense. I mean, now that now that Eternal's down to eight point five, I feel like I can relax with a nine. You know, so <laughs> you're, you're feeling some of the pressure there. Maybe I'm feeling a little bit of pressure. Yeah. Anyway, still amazing movie. Uh, just I think a little bit of an inflated rating. Corrected now, Vincent. What about you? I'm curious if this is the only one that I might predict an improvement for for anyone. Hey, don't, well, don't, don't, okay, I just, don't, don't, I just uh, wanted to call my shot. Let's see, let's, let's see what happens. A little let's bit, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should just rebel against you now. Um, Look what you did. <laughs> Look what you did. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I, I do, I do feel, okay, maybe this is also pressure, but I do, I do feel like I should bump uh, three colors up. It, a 725 definitely sort of feels more pedestrian despite, um, I don't think I'm quite there with Danny of saying like anything above a seven is like doing things really well. Um, I, I feel like seven, 7.25 is, is still, so like in some ways pedestrian and I do feel like that movie was better than that. Um, I could go, what, what else did I, oh, fuck, what are my new ratings? Uh, you have a Gary here at seven, seven, five, which is the closest. Mm, okay. I, I would probably, I probably go to seven, seven, five. Probably closer to Aguirre than not, but I think Aguirre still needs to be a little step above. So 7.5, may, maybe pushing 7.75. Seven, so earns a half point for Vincent. I'm sticking Pat at, at 8.5. It's my number one of these films that we've watched. I originally had both Eternal and Three Colors Blue, so I mentioned this earlier with Eternal. But Blue does check Eternal Sunshine for me because it's just that idea of despair is so... Uh, just really beautiful, really sentimental, really sticks with me. So, um, not a ton to say about there. Um, all right, let's bring it to Chinatown. Bring it all. Chinatown's the last one. Home base. All right. So I was I was an eight on Chinatown. I remain an eight on Chinatown. Golden Hour movie. Great looking people. I mean, this is very recent. This is last week. Yeah. Both of you guys lot, are eights also. For not a lot, yeah. Should we just keep our unanimity? Well, how do you say that word? <laughs> Yeah, I think you said it. You unanimity, Recapapalooza. <laughs> uh, Vincent, don't you fucking dare! <laughs> don't you fucking dare! We're all fucking eight. No, it's he's perfect. Going he's going up. <laughs> I, I had I had a thought to go up because of the similar the the other end of the Chinatown versus Seven Samurai thing. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm starting to think maybe my seven five to eight five range is getting too crowded or maybe like the problem is probably that we're just all watching good movies um but there's not a lot of space there so 
I think that's a bad reason to change. I think we need to watch shitty movie. We talked about this last week. Why are we? Let's go see Thor: Love and Thunder. We're not seeing Thor: Love and Thunder. I think it looks funny. I fucking refuse, dude. Was which Hemsworth is that? Chris. Chris. He's very funny. He has really good comedic timing. It's not. It's not Hemsworth. I'm not time. It's not Hemsworth. Your time. Wait. Okay. Sorry about comedic timing. Like, what is comedic timing in the scheme of acting? Because you have to deliver it at a certain time, and that time is just going to be. Like comedic timing to me is like in real life, you say something at a no, good time. No, dude, and it's comedic funny. timing exists on television. They're not like you have to do it within this two microsecond window. Yeah, I think it's a sort of instinctual, in the same way that. But they're still reading the same script. Like it's, you're still going to deliver it. It's timing. In that window. No, no, but the script doesn't say after three point three seconds, come in yeah. with this punchline. But you're saying, you're saying when they do it in three point three seconds versus in three seconds, it makes that much of a difference. Yeah, maybe it does. It could. Okay. Okay. What's uh What's on the agenda, boys? Wait. Okay. Oh, wait why do we rate things? What do you mean? Why do we rate? Things? I don't know. Like rating is. Like I can't a number. do this. What is objectivity? Like, are, <laughs> are we just doing it to have relative <laughs> rankings amongst films? Like, why do we care if something's that, like. It doesn't mean anything to me, really, that something's at eight point five versus eight point two five. Like, who cares? I mean, I think I think that is the trouble with rating. But I do think, like, we've had movies where we've had a conversation about it, and then like Danny's like, "Oh, I'm like a like like with a Seven Samurai." Like, we we had all this conversation about it, and then you were like, "Oh, I'm a seven five. and I was like, "Oh, that's that's lower than I thought you would be based right. on the conversation." So like, it really grounds be the true opinion of somebody well also um, the ability to discern i think at fine levels is is really i I don't know i love doing that personally you think it's like a sommelier there they they have like a some people have a point a three decimal place movie rating system yeah i mean i i mean that is stupid we might be we might be completely wrong about being able to discern differences i would like to sorry go ahead i just think the practice of of trying to differentiate things in a fine-grained way and explore what you really like. I think I do think you learn a lot about yourself. I mean, movies are so different, man. It's like comparing like a penne pasta with a, a sushi, oh dude. It's like it's I like both say both pasta. can be good. Penne vodka and uh, and a nice uh, I don't know yellowtail sushi. You know they're both good, but like how can you assign numbers to both of these things that are completely incomparable? You can, you can, well, just you can totally. You can, say some, you can say something is an eight sushi, and that's informative of a si- like compared to a six sushi, and you can say something is an eight penne, but then ultimately you're basically indicating how good those experiences were to you uh, across different environments. And so like, if I, if I was curious about how your dinner was, and you said, oh, it was like an eight, and you had penne, then I know how, how much you liked it. Well, it's, all, it's action-oriented also. I mean, the, for example, three of these movies are movies I've seen before, and I had written down my rating years and years ago, and, and there is something, I think, relevant about being able to reconnect with yourself in that way and say, oh, it's a Sunday and this movie is playing at the Lincoln Center, maybe I ought to go see it. I mean... And so what, what do you think about like versus non-like? What? Like, I didn't like that movie versus I liked that movie. As a binary thing, it's either yes or no. Rather than oh I liked it a lot or oh I liked it a little. Okay, well, then oh, we would have just done, like we it. would have said yes to all of these movies. No, would we have? Yeah, <laughs> I mean for me a like <laughs> is above a five point five. Okay, 
I, I don't know. Maybe we should do like a grading system like A, B, C, D. I, I think um, that might be... How does that resolve any of your issues? <laughs> like, what, because it's less granular. Here? There are no decimal places, you know? Like This is, by the way, like me saying like, <laughs> if you were like, I think you love, you love Coltrane. This is uh-huh. me being like, well, I saw guys doing sax in the subway station and he was pretty good. Like, why do you give a shit that Coltrane's a little better? I don't, I don't understand what you're saying right now. I really don't. I don't understand. I'm just saying you're trying to like cast aside the, the entire practice of rating something. But I think but if like, I would never jazz, rate you John love. Coltrane and like say, oh, he's a 9.5. Like, uh, like assigning numbers to people and things I feel like is stupid. But he's definitely like an A+. Plus. I can right, definitely and there are other, there are other like phenomenal sax players, right? Right. You, you don't see any value in saying like, but Coltrane's a little better. <laughs> I mean, there are, so? there are people who I don't, you know, for example, Charlie Parker. I don't think Coltrane was better than Charlie Parker. Okay. They're different. And I think they're both A+. Plus. They're both on my Mount Rushmore. But numbers, like, I don't want to have to assign each of them a decimal place and one has to be slightly above or below the other. You know, I personally think it, I would like to sit down with somebody and they say, like, you know what? These are both incredible saxophone players but i like charlie parker a little bit more because of xyz why does so why do you have to like so, I mean, it doesn't have to be that way like there not not every two things have to be comparable i think you know yeah but you don't like you don't even need like i think the most telling difference is between like say like a seven five and an eight five like you don't have to be comparing like an a plus saxophone player versus an a plus plus but like if, if you see somebody at a show and I'm like Andy. How good was that was that person? And he's like, obviously he's not Charlie Parker, but like, how close is he? Like, is he an A minus? Mm-hmm. That'd be that'd be that'd be saying quite a lot. Or I would is, love or is, to, or he, or to like know that personally, Vincent. I'd love to know that information. Or or does he compare to the, the greatest? You know who I'm talking about. I know who you're oh, talking about. Oh, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Right, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep we're not gonna keep that inside joke. Yeah, that's Wayne, now an outside yeah, joke. Yeah, Wayne Shorter is gonna be all over this podcast from now on. God damn. Wayne, if you're out there, Wayne um, Wayne Shorter best performance. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. no. I, okay, okay. I have a spot for we Wayne. we got we gotta keep this show. Right. Over. I'm sorry for derailing our oh conversation. We've had so. <laughs> Andy no longer believes in decision making <laughs> or objectivity or anything. I do. I like do actually. I have come Andy, to realize he too much in Pavardelli. I love Pavardelli. Oh Great suboptimal pasta. pasta. We're, we're gonna let's, have, we're let's gonna, please keep going. Okay, so we have our we have our awards here. We only have a few, and we'll go through them quickly. Um, you're gonna give a best picture award out, and then I'm gonna say exactly what you guys ranked everything, just so we have that on the pod. No, okay. no, no. What? Okay, you'll see what happens. All right. The the first is the Airbud Best Picture Award. Airbud. I'm, I'm giving it to Three Colors Blue. My ordering is uh, Three Colors Blue. Eternal, Chinatown, Seven Samurai, Aguirre, Million, million Dollar Baby. That's my six. Uh, my my crown goes to blue. Obvious, obvious crown to blue for me as well. Followed by, I think Seven Samurai is the follow up for me. Well, so you currently have. I'll read your list. It's a tie break. You can, it's a yeah, tie between yeah. Seven. But I'm I'm breaking the tie. I think, comparatively speaking, since we're obsessed with relating things to one another, you know. Seven Samurai above Eternal Sunshine. Okay. Um, and then, you know, Chinatown, Aguirre, Million Dollar at the bottom, of course. 
down where it belongs at the bottom. So we have exactly the same. If Ranking? you take Seven Samurai out, yeah, you you have Seven Samurai two. I have it four, but the others are ranked in the in the same order. Okay, Vincent, over to you. Uh, okay, I think. I feel like I, uh, I'm gonna th- uh, throw a curveball. Oh no! You what know, the you fuck know. are you doing? <laughs> You're not gonna obey your rankings. Right, okay, no, it's, it's it's not it's not it's not much of a curveball. Okay, but uh, yeah, my my award would go to Seven Samurai, um, which is at the top of my list. I think like so some some of these are tied. Actually, a lot of these are tied, and so I think what my rating should actually like my collective rating. Ranking is Seven Samurai, uh, Chinatown, Aguirre, Eternal, uh, Three Colors, Million Dollar. That's yeah. quite different so you, than us. He broke his tie, Aguirre, over Eternal. And I also, yeah, I also just awarded, well, okay, I, yeah, it, it, it might have been that. So th- that, that was like a full promotion even though by rating they tied and i fully promoted agire above eternal yeah okay let's keep moving we're on now to the lassie best performance by the way these are farm themed right we're i really think it should be i don't think dogs lassie's not a, is lassie a farm dog uh, airbot is not it's okay they're animals okay they're animals I, i'm the I'm lassie best... this wayne shorter <laughs> performance no no we got wayne we got wayne covered you got yeah, wayne okay. Um, I'm Juliette Binoche for this one from Three Colors Blue. It's a bit of a tight race. The other two that I considered, I forget the guy who plays... I don't even remember the lead samurai's name in Seven Samurai. Me neither. Obi, the Obi-Wan Obi-Wan. Yeah, whoever <laughs> plays Obi-Wan Kenobi in Seven Samurai. <laughs> um, and Jack Nicholson I thought about in Chinatown. Um, but yeah, that Juliet performance is just melts my heart. Me too. I, I can't... I can't... I can't... Uh... Abandon my girl, Juliet. So you're okay. Double down on Juliet, yeah. Vincent. Maybe I could. Yeah, maybe I agree. Um, oh, whoa. I don't know. Like I, well, I don't think you can pick that. Ranking it fifth. Okay. Well, yes, I don't can. know. Like I, I don't. I don't think I can. I don't think I can pick any of the samurai. Uh. Not not eternal. Chinatown, I consider. I'm considering that Jack is great. No love for Jack. I don't. Did I even vote Jack? I might have voted Faye. Faye. I I think I I think I came around to Jack, but I don't know. Um, Aguirre probably not either, just because of uh, his his performance is pretty muted, and not million. So that really does leave just Jack and Julia. No, 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 no. You gotta pick. Yeah, I, I think I would take Julia. All right, unanimous. The Wayne Shorter Best Sound Editing. We've decided that since uh, sound editing doesn't get a lot of love, that we would do sound editing as an award here. Sound editing, I give it to Chinatown. Love the way that that movie sounds. Really cool, loud music. I think Three Colors Blue is the only kind of memorable sounding film yeah. to me with all these like loud sound effects and and uh integrations with its music and you know i'll go with three colors three colors is sweeping the floor for me unsurprisingly yeah. no that sound is amazing i think it's, you're almost persuading me 
I just love the way that the music feels in Chinatown. The way that it like that's not sound editing. That's uh, distinct know, from sound editing. I there's something about the way it, it swells towards the back half of the movie that just really lifts it through the climax. And there's a synergy element to just how the Chinatown plot moves along, but it's memorable for me at least. I consider it a gear for the second because I was just thinking the pan flute. Um, Again, that's not sound editing. Okay, <laughs> uh, I. Right, we're gonna change this to the Wayne Shorter Sound Award. That's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty funny, actually. Now. Yeah, I like that. Okay, um, but in sound editing, I would, I would probably also go to Three Colors because that, that was the one that stood out with like the really. I mean, he was playing really loudly, but uh, like the really jarring hits and stuff. So I could also go Three Colors. Okay, we have a couple quick fun ones here to end it. There's the Charlotte's Web moment that sticks in the head. Got the the. <laughs> <laughs> just, like a singular just, moment yeah just, just just it is supposed to be off the cuff so you're not this is not like best this is not most memorable this is just when you look at this list what's the what's the thing or things that pop into your head Klinsky Kinsky with the monkeys I'm uh, this is it one, Klinsky or Kinsky Kinsky Kinsky, Kinsky. no Klinsky there's no Klinsky no, Kl- Klinsky Eastwood <laughs> I'm Julia Pinoche at the swimming pool. And then the second one is her with her cat. It's not her cat. But understood. With a cat. Understood. With a cat. Chinatown, the binoculars. That's another one for me. It's, isn't it supposed to be one moment? You just named three. The thing or... No, no. The, the, I named my number one. I'm just saying things that... You're just tossing out, out you know, other things. Kate Winslet's before, hair. Before giving Vincent a single one. Vincent's allowed to go whenever he wants. Uh... <laughs> I mean, this was the first that popped in my head, which was the, uh, not the three colors one, but the Aguirre mouse rat oh. carrying her, carrying her baby. Really? <laughs> That's the one wow. scene it's that's stuck, stuck in your head? Yeah. That's fucked up, dude. <laughs> what does that say about you? <laughs> that's like a two second clip also. Are you trying to imply I'm a furry? That's not what I was implying at all. <laughs> no, the mice are bare. They have fur. Are you kidding? Not me? in that. Not they, in that. Yeah, they were like uh, baby mice. Yeah, they were nude mice. Yeah, they were nude. Okay, well maybe I'm anti-furry then. Yeah, you're you're skinny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're skinny. <laughs> okay, let's okay. keep moving. This is the last one. Okay, you ready for it, boys? Okay. Yeah, I can't wait. It's the Babe the Pig, best romance award. That's it's, romance. It's babe, you know, the, the pig's name is Babe. I feel like only one of these, no, two of these, two of these movies had romance in them. No, there was romance in every single one. No. no. Maybe not Million, million Dollar. Million Dollar was, it didn't Not Million Dollar, baby. Eh. Debatable for me. Juliet takes a lover. It was Seven Samurai had a pretty funny Oh, romance. yeah, the Shino. The Shino, Shino business. Fucking Shino. Faye Dunaway. Three Jack Colors Nicholson. didn't really either. Well, she has a lover. Yeah, but that wasn't really... I mean, you um, can find the dynamics of it to be interesting, you know? I guess. But it's not going to be in contention for this award. Uh, mine was Chinatown, I think. Whoa. Over Eternal, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it has to go to Eternal. Yeah, I think me. it has to go to Eternal, too. I bought... Ooh, wait. What about uh, Kirsten Dunst? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Doctor. And the Doctor. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Mark Ruffalo and Kirsten Dunst. That's my winner. I love them. Good looking kids. Elijah Wood and. Uh... <laughs> oh, God, no. Yeah, no, never. All right, so that's all from us. Unless we guys. We guys. We guys. Unless we guys. Um, 
unless we have anything else we want to talk about, we're going to close the chapter on these six movies. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been a good summer. Glad we started this. I hope we'll keep doing this. We got to make time through the, through the, through the fall, through the winter, through the spring. And hopefully we'll arrive back at summer next year. Very poetic from, from <laughs> there. <laughs> On that uh, note, uh, I, we... well, I, I'm, I'm just happy to be here because I was <laughs> part of the Genesis. Wasn't it you, you two and Morgan? Yeah, Morgan was supposed to be on this pod. Really? We'll see. Maybe oh, yeah. maybe fall comes around and she rears her head on this <laughs> on this old podcast of ours. But uh, that's it for us. Uh, we say adieu. Adieu? Adieu. 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 From the... <laughs> adieu. <laughs> from the farm. All right. Take care, everybody. <laughs>